Sundays. What's up, you cool cats and kittens? Sundays are hard for Welcome us. to the Year of the <laughs> Tiger 2022. <laughs> I'm embarrassed at how long I've been planning that. Really? Hmm. Hmm. I was going to start... You know, you had that kind of intro in your head. Yeah. And my intro in my head that I just thought of before you hit the play button was being like... Sundays. Ah, Sundays. <laughs> Sundays are hard for us. And like, talk about our issues with Sundays. Okay, let's talk about it. I was just going to say um, Sundays can be hard sometimes because I feel like Saturdays, if anything, we're having you know someone over or we're going over someone else's or we're doing something out and about we're cleaning and then Sundays is kind of like there's not as much for us to do so it's a little harder we sleep in a little long well, I sleep in a little longer and my day gets started later and yeah. just gives me like a lot of like discomfort and I feel like so like today we were getting in that rut both of us again and mm-hmm. so we just you know we went out to eat wonderful had a little lunchy and it was wonderful a a cute little french um french styled like patisserie and lunch place which lunch and breakfast they serve which is my absolute favorite place to go to so when we moved actually we moved closer to it which means i'm getting fat so stop (laughs) be nice to yourself self-deprecation is not funny you know what's really funny is that self-deprecation and self Defecation <laughs> is so close. No, How do no, I no, 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 no. Okay, go with it. I know self-defecation. Is that what I'm trying to pronounce? Pooping yourself? Yes. I, I very well know what I'm saying, Benjamin. You're That makes it funnier. I'm not laughing at you. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that they're so close. I feel like anyone could slip up at any point and be like, self-defecation. Anyone could slip over their own self-defecation. Gross. Oh, yeah, it just got gross. So, anyway, on that note, what are we talking note, about today? Happy 2022, everyone. Happy 2022. It's been a while. You know what we said we'd do? No. We said that we would, um, yeah, it has been a while. We did take like a little break. Look at us sounding like we're, this is our life. We took a little break because, you know, the holidays are cray cray. Not that, not, not too crazy. Hey. I don't know what I'm saying crazy enough crazy enough where you have more activities than maybe normal and even with covid still can be the case what were we gonna do oh we were gonna do our new year's resolutions oh well you said that you don't really have resolutions right and i said i could always think of some so like here's my take on resolutions Tell, tell me what your take is audience my take is that it's nice to kind of start the year with just a concept of how you want your year to go or like what goals you want to have but by no by by no means i'm never making these goals that are like super strict like i'll never make personally i'll never make a new year's resolution where i'm like i want to it's never quantitative that's what i'm trying to say I want to lose five pounds or I want to read 20 books. Like I'll never make it quantitative because it becomes very stressful when, when I do that. Mm-hmm. So my New Year's resolutions is um, walking more for not a casual like walk. Like we go on a lot of casual walks together, but I want to go on a few like professional professional <laughs> walks. <laughs> I just want to sweat a little bit when I walk, yeah. but I hate running. Like, uh, what's it called? 
a speed walk. I want to speed walk with you, actually. So that's one thing. Second thing, we got into reading a lot over the summer, and then we kind of didn't check out books for a long time. So I want to read more, which check because we just went to the library. I'm already mm. into a book that I love. To continue to put myself first and not work. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, well you know that's what I mean. Great like, one. you know, think about my, like, if I feel like, I feel like I'm pushing myself, um, or like, even like the small things, like how it's so easy to check my work phone at nighttime. Yeah. Or it's so easy to check my work phone after dinner. Why? Like, unless yeah. I'm working on some, like, project that needs constant attention, and there will be times like that, why am I doing that? And it's just a bad habit. So I'm trying not to do that as much. Those are wonderful New Year's defecations. Stop. No, those are really wonderful. And I'm glad they work for you. It makes me very happy. Thank you. What are yours? I have none. I just, I don't need them. You said you'd think of some though. Yeah, but but this is my answer now. Hmm. I just don't think I need them. I, I'm content with the goals that i've already had and we'll continue with them let me ask you this question then what is 2022 it's so hard to say 2022 because i'm so used to see they're saying 2020 or 2021 what does 2022 bring for you 2020 do oh i love that you hated it when i said it a few days ago yeah but now i'm <laughs> trying to be nice <laughs> <laughs> no i just it's the same as last year hopefully last year was great Part. My que- let me rephrase my question then because clearly you're not understanding it <laughs> what does 2022 specifically look like like what will happen to benjamin in 2022 there are some things that you know oh in 2022 i will finish graduate school i will hopefully get a job mm-hmm. you'll definitely get a job you're very smart Thank so, you. just in a in a quick sentence, tell our audience what are you going for and what do you want to do when you're done. I'm going for a data analysis slash library science degree. It's the the actual program is called Masters of Information. Yes, I am. And he's concentrating in data analytics. Or? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Beautiful. Thank you. And so I will either work at a library or do data analysis what do you want to do with data analysis could be anything mm-hmm. whatever the numbers take me <laughs> you're very good at it and then um what would so why librarian i like books mm-hmm. i like preserving things and i love that i think libraries are the best public services that we have and they're free and they help so many people and they have so many more services than most people would know. And there's such a good way of helping people in need that don't have certain things. So what would you say to someone who's like, librarian, why did you need to go to your master's? I would say, <laughs> <laughs> all librarians need a master's degree. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that, though, that yeah. to become a librarian, you need like one of the certifications is to have your master's. Yeah. Anyway. Um, just some, just a little passion of ours is bringing representation to librarians. But yeah, we talked about um, how a librarian job might be good because it's more physical labor than mental labor in case you're not there yet to do the mental parts of data analytics. And then if you are ready, and or if you don't find a job you know is going to make you happy 
in data analytics. Yeah. I'm very thankful that you have a job that you're enjoying and that it really takes off a lot of pressure on me of instead of needing to find something as soon as possible, I'll be able to just look for what I really want. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what I want. I would hate for you to find a job because you're kind of rushing into it so that we can have dual income and then having to quit and then restart the process. Like, I always tell Benjamin, like, apply to all these different jobs. Like, don't feel pressured to take them. And, hey, if in when, when you graduate, if the market's the same as it is right now, like, you are so needed, uh, especially with what you do. So, yeah. especially in um, STEM. Thank you. I am in HR. <laughs> <laughs> I am recruiting Benjamin. To Is this an interview? <laughs> mm, I did ask you about your... My biggest weakness? Yeah. Um, what would you say your biggest weakness is? The love for my wife. Incorrect. Can you imagine if you're eject at, button? Can you imagine how demoralizing it would be if you're at an interview and you said your biggest weakness and they're like, "No, that wrong." That's not the correct weakness. <laughs> Next. I've seen many stronger weaknesses on you already. <laughs> In the past ten minutes, I can name ten more weaknesses that you have not said. <sighs> so today is a heavy episode, right? Because mm-hmm. we're going to talk about. Chronic illness. Chronic illness. Illness. <laughs> That's horrible. That's sick. Do you see how <laughs> I uh, deal with my trauma from chronic illness? So I had a chronic illness and I guess still deal with, but much less, to much less extent for almost our entire relationship. So we basically thought we would ask each other questions about it. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a listener who doesn't know us. In the past episodes, we've referenced your sickness a lot. But yeah. if someone's like, what the heck? Like, was he, like, dying? Like, you know, we can at least address that. Yeah. I think the best way to start it is just in a par- short paragraph, like in a few sentences, describe what you had. And then, of course, we can break it down. Okay. So what I, I'm pr- what we're pretty sure that I had is Lyme's disease. Mm-hmm. Had slash have. And, but for a majority of years... It was undiagnosed, so it, there was a lot of worry of, do I have something that's killing me? Do I have something that I'll have my entire life? Like, there were so many unknowns. Hmm. We went to doc from doctor to doctor. As it got progressively worse, it was at its worst two, three years ago. Um, and I'd say it's at, it was at its worst last year, would you not? I'd say it was at its worst last year. Yeah, I guess. Um, it affected my mind most of all and gave me such a fogginess that thinking felt like i was trying to run a marathon through jello it was like it was like every single thought all of my memories were so hard to reach in my brain and i would i just felt like less of a person because of it like i wasn't my brain was not as functional i was not as smart i was not even as like i had no social ability with people it took away my my ability to like perceive other people's emotions to see their their face to, to read their face and then physically there was a so much pain everywhere it was it was Lyme's arthritis so basically all my joints were inflamed and that brought tons of pain especially in my hands which became very shaky oh it's so hard to talk about already mm. um my You're hips doing a wonderful job 
Thank you. My neck, my back. <laughs> if anyone knows the extremely inappropriate song that we My crack. Yep. Um and the pain would get to be so much that sometimes I didn't want to move. I was also so easily physically exhausted and mentally, but that so physically exhausted that I would stand for five minutes and then I wouldn't want to move for hours. Mm. Um, and I just want to say up front that most of those symptoms are gone mm-hmm. as we talk today and have been gone for the past half, six months to a year mm-hmm. because of treatment I got because I finally got diagnosed with Lyme's because mm-hmm. we have found an amazing doctor finally. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Yeah. It has been such a journey and I guess that was a wonderful essay I would say that you gave but it's so hard to I guess I asked you to do in a paragraph but it's so hard to encompass it I think you did it wonderfully I would say if I was explaining to someone I would say like from our uh from our timeline of being in a relationship I would say I started dating Benjamin it was Benjamin and then as the years progressed random things would start to happen like your hands would start to shake your neck would start to be in excruciating pain your hips your, your everything would burn and tingle um then all of a sudden you couldn't answer questions within like seconds and they took minutes to answer and like everything it's almost like your body started to deteriorate it was very slow it's yeah. very slow and that's why it's so hard to explain to someone but also like sometimes you'd look at benjamin you couldn't even tell like no you yeah. couldn't even tell you had a chronic because you could still like you could still be happy and dance and i think that's why it was so hard to explain to someone because they'd see maybe my snapchats or instagram and be like there's no way he has a chronic disease mm-hmm. and people sometimes i bet wouldn't believe us yeah. i bet there'd be people who'd be like that's bs and that's the thing with inflammation mm-hmm. based things like you can have really good days still but as the time went on, I had less and less of those until mm-hmm. it was almost every day was a bad day. But but you could f- wake up and feel completely fine, which actually made it so much harder to seek treatment because I would be like, oh, I feel fine today. Maybe I could feel like this every day if mm. I do something just a little bit different. Yeah. So, yeah, it, there were times I felt really good. Mm-hmm. So we saw doctor after doctor after doctor and it was the most heartbreaking experience i could ever go through with you i we would just keep calling and googling and getting recommendations and then people would give us all these recommendations which is both overwhelming and helpful and um, basically at the end of every single doctor's visit or after being with a doctor for a year and a year and a half and trying all these different treatments they would literally look at benjamin and be like well, because I've tried everything, it must be something wrong with you. Like you just might, you just must be um, anxious. Anxious. You must have depression. It's all in your head. You need psychoanalytic like counseling or psycho. I don't know what the counseling is, but that they kept recommending for you, mm-hmm. basically like that you were almost crazy. Yeah, they would say uh, in a doctor term, and that was like heartbreaking. Like the fact that doctors would give up and think it was your problem and not theirs and we would believe them sometimes oh i, I mean if we're being so transparent and benjamin and i have talked about this like yeah. for so long i would go home and i'd be like is benjamin like literally it's is it all in his head there would be time but i would actually start to doubt it and this is years in right yeah. years of going to doctors years of having appointments years of traveling to see people like and so that was very difficult 
obviously. Yeah. And I, I just, one major symptom I forgot is just the anxiety I had mm. that would cause me to have very severe anxiety attacks at any moment, especially around social interactions that didn't go as well as I thought they did. Mm-hmm. He was, yeah. And that was probably, that had the biggest effect on you. Mm-hmm. Because you were the one that had to call me and had to help me. Mm-hmm. His panic attacks were extraordinarily violent, most of them. Not, um, not, not towards anyone Not towards else. anyone. Yeah. Meaning they were just like, they would just come and be like a hurricane. Yeah. Like they weren't just like, <laughs> like, like, you know, like it would, it would be extremely, yeah. I shouldn't say violent as towards me. Like they would never, ever was it towards me my brain would just shut down like yeah. I, I could not think i yeah. could not understand the world around me yeah and the hardest uh, yes and and couldn't understand others so like for us to do something was extraordinary like no one understood to be in an event it was like months of preparation if we could like yeah. it would take so and then week before the night before like it was this it was basically like every day having to do like your biggest fear and not understand it like i don't know if that's that that's a very good way of putting it yeah and they would just be simple interactions like i even remember one time like we were driving and we needed gas and i'd be like uh hey there's a gas station like a half a mile like or it was like even like coming within seconds i was like turn and he had a panic attack like because it was just it was like what what like it was too much for his brain to take on Mm -hmm. and it was very 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 difficult i don't think anyone could understand how difficult it was yeah you were so good you were so helpful and like honestly (laughs) that's why we're so happy like if you've listened to the past i don't know four podcasts like we are so happy right now Mm -hmm. and we're so happy right now because the amount of stuff that we had to go through was just horrible yeah i i just couldn't feel joy Mm. for years yeah. When I stopped having good days, I just didn't feel real joy. Like there would be times when he would have a flicker of like a scent or like a flicker of a spark in his brain that would make him happy. And he'd just cry and be like, oh my gosh, I have not experienced this in so long. Yeah. And it's like the hardest part from a partner standpoint is like never having the answer, never having the right medication. Like, like, oh, it is just horrible. <sighs> I don't think we ever could have like we wanted to do a podcast here two years ago when we were in the thick of it and honestly like although it would be nice for viewers who maybe have a chronic disorder or mental illness or anxiety or depression to hear while you're going through it like it would have been too much yeah so we want to ask each other questions now now that we've gotten the basis of it yeah are you doing okay yeah okay okay you want to ask me for okay if you could tell benjamin during the worst of your chronic disorder, chronic disease and mental state, if you could tell him one thing, what would you say? Mm. I always think of like those, <laughs> you know, those TikToks yeah. that are like me talking to my 16 year old self or something. Mm-hmm. I always think about that. My answer's so sad. Like, it's not like I, the thing, because the fact is I could, there's nothing I could say that would give him hope. If I said you had to wait two years mm. 
I wouldn't have thought it would be worth it. Hmm. Interesting. Like, it was so... It was such a miserable existence mm. that in my head, I believed it would be gone in the next month. Mm. Always. And I had to believe that to keep going. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I couldn't tell him. <laughs> Just wait a few years. Yeah. I couldn't tell him that it'll get better because, again, I had to believe that it would get better. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I didn't think it could get worse. And... I think all I could do is just say to trust, tell him to trust Hannah and not question it. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a lot of trouble believing that it was worth it for you to date someone in the state that I was in. Mm-hmm. And I could probably help reassure, reassure myself that you really did love me and you mm-hmm. really did think it was worth it. Right, right. What would you tell hannah during the worst of it i was trying to think when you were talking would it give me encouragement if i said like it'll get better or like i think it would like i think if i told myself because like i um i went to therapy during the worst times um just therapy to kind of be able to i think that no (laughs) it's okay (laughs) I think that what I was experiencing um, was so heavy that I wanted to tell someone who wasn't my friend or family like about it mm-hmm. because it was such a like it was such a heavy thing to be talking about that it would be really I felt like a burden but not even a burden like I felt like they would be scared for me to hear some things when in reality it was just hard because the love of my life was sick so and so therapy helped me so much um but like i think thinking back to what i would tell my therapist and all the fears that i would have i think that i would tell myself like all the fears that you have are not going to come true and your life is going to get so good with benjamin because I always thought I'd lose you. So I'd want to say, like, with Benjamin. like, mm-hmm. And I, did, I wouldn't tell myself a timeline. Well, would I? I don't know. Because then I'd start reading into myself. I'd be like, <laughs> wait, don't leave. When does it get better? I'd probably say have faith in um, the doctors that you're working with currently. Because, like, I feel like the worst was still when we were with, like, with, our, with the doctor we had the good doctor. yeah yeah so i would say have faith with the doctors that you're you're with um like you everything will be not even just fine it'll be great it'll be fantastic yeah i don't know <laughs> anyway i definitely recommend like if you're if someone's going through something or you're watching someone go through something and being directly impacted like a therapist is just the perfect third party it helped me a lot too. I, I went to a few different therapists during that time, more more in the beginning of when I still didn't know anything about mm, wow. about myself. <laughs> yeah. I thought the so the the um mental symptoms came on a lot earlier mm-hmm. and more often than the physical ones in the beginning, especially like losing the ability to read people mm-hmm. and that's when i was going to i was commuting into school every day and 
with classrooms full of people and so that came very evident to me because of that and therapy really helped me at, at that time i thought i was on the autism spectrum and and it was very similar from what i understand mm-hmm. to being on the autism spectrum of, of the ability and not being able to read people not being not really un- understanding social situations mm-hmm. and it would be high functioning just for clarity mm-hmm. but uh apparently that is a big people people with Lyme's disease often do believe that before they receive treatment but therapy really just helped me control my emotions as much as i could mm-hmm. and really try to be self-aware because when you are a when you're trying to f- when you're against your mind and you believe that at any second you could blow up you could have a panic attack you could ruin the lives of people around you for that ruin the days of people around you it's almost impossible not to hate yourself because mm. you are a huge source of pain yeah and my love <laughs> now he's getting emotional um but to go off of what he's saying that would be one of the hardest things for him is like whenever he was having a moment or a panic attack or like anything his first words that would come out of his mouth was like i don't want to make you sad like i don't want to did i ruin your day did i ruin your day like like and like he would always focus on me and that was to his detriment because we never could focus on him make sure benjamin's okay let's get you under control because he would constantly be focusing on like are you gonna be okay you can i almost wanted to shake i always used to tell him this i wanted to shake him and be like benjamin like, I will be okay, we're gonna get through this, but let me help you, let me give you the words of reassurance that you need, like, but he'd be like, no, I need to know if you're gonna be okay, I need and he would never believe me, and it would just be this, like, impossible cycle to break, Yeah. so I think that's why when your question is, what would you tell, you know, um, you, it would be trust Hannah, because I just kept having to say, like, trust me, trust me, because I always knew the outcome, I knew it would be okay, um, when like those panic attacks were happening or whatever the hardest part is like when the doctors came into play when with the actual disease is I was like I never knew if it would be okay and there would be times when I lose hope and that would scare you a lot and yeah. it's not like I had to be the strong one the whole time like there were there were times we'd bounce off of each other where you would be the strong one and I'd lose hope and I'd lose hope and yeah and, and uh, vice versa um, and then sometimes we both lose hope and like, that was like the worst times. And, and sometimes you just had to like fake the hope, like, like not, I mean, that sounds horrible, but like yeah. fake it until you believe it. It's all going to be okay. Yeah. I want to just do a little deep breath. <laughs> we do deep breaths a lot like a lot like probably once a week we're holding each other's hands and doing deep breaths even if it's not like a you know just because it's sometimes life gets overwhelming and we stop to we don't think to stop and just take a deep breath deep breaths have stopped a lot of pain panic attack too panic attacks yeah let's talk about why going through that experience was a positive or or however you want to frame it to make you feel comfortable answering that question yeah Okay. Well, there's only one positive. <laughs> and that's that going through something hard brought us together, whether we wanted it or not. We did want it. But, <laughs> but, like, we are 
bonded in a way that I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect to view my wife the way I view you. And I think it's because of the hardships. My relationship advice for everyone? Go through a tragedy. <laughs> Go through something hard. Mm-hmm. I would hate... Like, if I had to have it my way, it wouldn't be something that hard. But because it was such a... Like, that's... My positive was going to be the same thing, as I guess is all I'm saying. Like, I will never look at life differently. I Like, I'll never look at holding your hand differently because I still have the times when your hands were in so much pain you couldn't hold them. I will never look at going on a walk differently because you used to not be able to stand for more than 10 minutes. Like... I will not like see you being happy and smiling for granted even if it annoys me sometimes sometimes i slip but because there were months that you wouldn't have joy and laugh yeah that's true not taking things for granted is something that also helps me personally most most of the time we were looking for a diagnosis Mm -hmm. we thought or at least i thought that what I had was degenerative and mm. that it would never get better. I just had to stop it from getting worse, mm. especially my pain. Because a lot of a lot of think times when you're dealing with joints, they wear away and they're just not coming back. Thankfully for me, the inflammation hadn't led to damage yet. But I was so afraid that... Oh, I was so afraid that I just wouldn't be able to do things anymore that I wanted to play piano read a book yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and that has given me much more appreciation for everything i do every day and i think about it every day multiple times an hour (laughs) i think about how thankful i am that i can look at a tree and be happy (laughs) yeah and i guess the other thing it gave me is much much more empathy for people in social situations Mm -hmm. like i will rarely blame people for being quote-unquote rude unless it's obviously deliberate (laughs) but Mm -hmm. but if people forget to do a normal social interaction like i will no longer blame them because i understand but i could not have understood that without feeling it because so many parts of human interaction people just believe are in every human's brain Mm. and that is so incorrect yeah and so whenever i come into contact with people now i'm I'm much more understanding yeah and i would not have had that have you ever walked this is to the odd like i'm asking our listeners have you ever walked away from an event and been like that was kind of weird that blah 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 did that like if we ever do that benjamin's like no it was like he he just like is like i didn't think it was weird or like not that your opinion like not like no right, like, right, right. but like he like has so much more like graciousness towards others like the best example i can think of is if you're someone who watches the bachelor or bachelorette and those guys or girls that get like smashed on like and hated <laughs> by like the whole entire bachelor nation for like telling michelle that you're telling the bachelor that she has you know past issues like everyone's like oh my gosh benjamin's like no it's true like it's true like he was just being honest or he was just being blunt and maybe he didn't understand the social cue blah 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 so he's so much more gracious towards everyone which is beautiful to see and i can i can learn something from him it's very sweet and i'm much less prideful i was so prideful (laughs) (laughs) i was not humble (laughs) before yeah, I guess I didn't know that Benjamin is long. Yeah. So. 
I thought I was hot stuff. You are hot stuff. I tried. Now, now he, you know, your self-esteem can grow and deplenish. Deplenish? Deplete? Maybe I'm trying to think of deplete. Deplete. Grow and deplete multiple times, you know, maybe per day, but throughout your life. Um, that uh, now I need to build him up sometimes more. <laughs> what about you? What positives? Oh, no, I completely agree. Like the appreciation for life is my positive. Um, I believe that I could have easily found a man that, you know, n- n- definitely didn't love, definitely wouldn't love me as much as you do or care for me as much as you do. But I believe I could have found a man that made me happy. But the love of the the amount of love and like appreciation for one another, uh, it just is just not there without what we went through. I feel like. Yeah. And the reason for me, at least that that's the case is because if I think like a few episodes ago, we talked about quirks and how to not annoy, how to not let them annoy you. And if I ever start to be annoyed at your quirks, I can literally think of the hours upon hours you spent on the phone or next to me, just trying to help me through being extremely anxious Mm -hmm. and trying to help me through things that neither of us understood. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I'm, I realize I'm being very stupid, stupid, (laughs) I'm being very stupid and being, being annoyed about a person that has given me so much love and so much of her time and effort. And I could say the same exact thing for you when I get annoyed with you. You do the, you do the world for me. You know what? Like, I just want to share a story that I believe was the turning point, um, for when, you were sick like what made the start of um you getting better and this is totally a pat yourself pat me on the back moment but i think it's such a cool story yeah so the lyme specialist that um was recommended to us that apparently had cured so many people and helped so many people with um conquering chronic limes um so there was a doctor and i called him and got the reception of course and um i said hi you know i i have a partner i called benjamin my partner all the time because i never wanted to say like my boyfriend is sick i don't know i just couldn't you wanted them to take you seriously i wanted them to take me yeah exactly and so i said my partner is extremely sick he has chronic limes he's basically deteriorating so anyway i didn't start with that i said hi my partners (laughs) he's dying help us (laughs) i said hi my partner uh, has chronic limes and we would like to book a appointment with dr blah 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 um you know what's his availability like and they're like oh i'm sorry dr blah 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 does not take any new patients anymore he's extremely booked and because everyone has to have limes nowadays i guess in new jersey in new jersey tick state and so i said listen (laughs) my partner can't move he can't walk he can't think he's he's only 20 whatever years old i think you were like 22 23 maybe yeah less than that i thought anyway 20 something years old uh he can't live his life like this anymore he's getting worse by the day I, we need to see him and I guess whatever I said made her change her mind because I'm sure she gets these calls all the time and she's like okay we have availability in five months or whatever yeah. and that was the moment us being able to be, be 
him being able to be a patient, that was the moment we got to be able to save you from what you were going through. Yeah. And I, I know this is a pat myself on the back moment, but if I didn't push for you, we would not have gotten that doctor and we could have still been searching. That's true. So I'm freaking amazing. It's true. <laughs> it's true. You literally saved uh, me in so many ways. I just think that story is cool. I'm not trying to be a butt with. So hopefully, basically, all I'm trying to say is I want my like I want a movie made after me. Like I want Ooh, just yeah, you, <laughs> just me. Like I that and it, that's gonna be the um the whole part of the movie is me yeah. on the phone. <laughs> I'm gonna like slam my fist down on some like chair or like you know table and be like, listen. He's dying. No. Sorry. Maybe too soon. I'm just kidding. <sighs> mm, heavy. How's your heart feeling? Mm. Feeling all right. I feel like there's always just so much more to say. Mm-hmm. And it's impossible to say all the emotions, mm-hmm. all the, even all the symptoms. Yeah. Because it's impossible to... When your mind is affected by something like a, a disease or chemical imbalances or anything, it's impossible to describe to someone else and have them really know how it feels. And so whenever I try to, even when I'm trying to explain it to you, I feel like there's there's no way that people could understand. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. At least like this, listening to this podcast will help you understand like benjamin and i's past and kind of like when we reference his sickness or when we think of another story to tell you'll be able to understand the background behind it by listening to this episode so now if you do think of more stories that you think would help others or whatever then we can just say them knowing that there is this podcast out there to listen to for the background yeah so we can hey there can be multiple parts to to talking about this through the months it's it just feel it feels like such a weird position for me because I'm not the type of person that has a chronic illness, gets healed, and wants to go help everyone else with that chronic illness. Like, and I feel a little bit of guilt for that, mm-hmm. but mostly I just feel like I deserve to enjoy life for <laughs> a few years mm-hmm. <laughs> without having my life be focused on that. But it makes me like have, having a podcast that a few people listen to. It makes me want to say something that would help people in that were in our position. Mm-hmm. And literally the only thing that helped me is people saying that it is hard. Like mm. people acknowledging that it actually is hard. And what you're going through is very hard. You are feeling a lot of pain in every way. And that is okay. And you don't have to feel guilty for that. Or the effect that it has on other people. Because it is not in your control. Because whenever people tell me it would get better. Mm-hmm. They know nothing. But if they tell me it's hard. That's the present. Mm-hmm. That's more believable. <laughs> and it was hard. And I didn't want to tell myself that. Mm-hmm. Yeah you kind of liked to pretend that everything was normal. And it wasn't normal. And so you couldn't allow yourself to feel bad for yourself and that was very important for you to have those moments of like you know what benjamin uh this is a sucky situation i feel crappy this isn't fun i'm dealing with it well but this is very difficult and i think that 
everyone responds to help in different ways. Some mm -hmm. people need that. It'll get better. Um, look on the bright side. Oh, it seemed like you were dancing the other day. Like some people need that. What you personally needed was someone to just listen in, not give advice, but just to say that sounds so difficult. I'm so sorry you have to go through that. That sucks. Like, wow, really? I had no idea. That sounds very difficult. Like those kind of things you needed. Yeah. Like you, he can get the positivity from his girlfriends slash fiance slash wife whenever I became I that. all three. <laughs> from whatever one he chooses <laughs> on. <laughs> you know, obviously I'm the wife and then there's two others. Of course. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's just, hey, again, everyone like never feel bad for um, responding differently. But I would just say that um, it's good to give yourself that understanding that what you're going through is difficult I, my therapist would say that all the time my gosh hannah you're going through something so hard and i would cry every time she said that because i'd be like yeah i am and i guess in the moment like i don't know it's like blinding until someone says like wow really like that seems so difficult i'd be like uh yeah i guess you're right it is because really hard that's not the normal reaction the normal reaction mm. is oh have you tried this mm-hmm or oh maybe you're maybe you're not doing this or the uh, normal reactions saying that we're doing something wrong mm. and that we should be doing something differently so that leads us to not want to talk to anybody about it at all because we don't want advice mm -hmm. we, we don't want people telling us what they they we don't want their essential oils <laughs> <laughs> mm, i forgot about all that yeah i would say if you're ever wondering how to best comfort someone is to not give them advice unless they're literally like hey you saw a doctor for blah 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 would you give me that recommendation <laughs> yeah you're right and i think that's something i never realized because i would be like no benjamin they're trying to be kind or whatever and they were be trying to they, yeah they, they were they were no fault literally if you're ever listening to this Got no it. fault in anyone of course ever like just totally want to make that clear but i think i uh, my eyes were opened when you did that exp explanation you just did a minute ago which is when someone says that i never realized it's how i felt but when someone comes to me and says oh hannah has he has will have you tried like um this kind of therapy or have you have have you tried this kind of medication uh, or well this kind's the best have you done this one it literally made me feel like a bad partner i'd be like oh my god no i didn't and i'd run to benjamin i'd be like we didn't try this and, and that the and all it just makes you think is you could be doing better and i yeah. never realized that until you told me that your opinion of again everyone's different i do not want to insult anyone by how we needed to receive support yeah i don't blame anyone for that never. it was just that's why it was so nice to actually hear mm -hmm. that it was hard yes it was never assumed that, or um yeah 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 that was so hard oh to to literally that's why a therapist was so needed to feel like no one could understand what you were going through like to try to utter the words it was like impossible and actually i have so much trauma if we're being transparent i still have a lot of trauma from it it will flare up if benjamin ever does like or, or says something that could like trigger it whatever um and but anyway the point is, is you're amazing at handling it thank you i forgot why i brought up my trauma because there, there's still things to work through yeah absolutely it's never just like done once the once you're once the partner's feeling better like and it's important like sometimes i feel bad to burden him with being like hey what you did the other day gave me trauma or whatever 
um sometimes it's hard to bring up those conversations especially when you're in such a healthy place in like both mentally and physically and in your relationship um but if i mean you have to keep that momentum going of constantly trying to work on the past of whatever you had to go through yeah yeah i hope my trauma will go away it'll get smaller and smaller yeah it already has yeah you you are doing amazing Life is so good. You feel it? I feel it. (laughs) Just want to make sure. (sighs) You'll have plenty of time to say other things in another podcast. I see your wheels. So right now, because we don't do video podcasts, his wheels is turning. He's thinking, what else can he say? I'm thinking, what if I missed something? What if I I didn't say the right things for people to understand? Mm -hmm. Everyone will take this episode for however they want to take it and no matter what you say we could talk for five hours and they're still going to take whatever they want out of it and so to that we still have other podcasts to talk through things people have the ability to ask us questions or if they disagree with something they have the ability to speak their mind and that's all good it's all good that's all good and well so i'll just do our plug for our email um g-a-w-g podcast at gmail.com and our instagram is g-a-w-g podcast so you can ask us questions on either of those um platforms and it'll be anonymous when we answer them thank you for listening thank you for listening we're so happy that if you're someone who stuck around this whole podcast maybe you laughed with us maybe you cried with us but we just (laughs) (laughs) we thank you for being here with us today and honestly, you can ask me any questions you want. I'm very transparent about my health. I think of it all very factually, and I'll sh- share anything. I don't. I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, he is. It's true. You won't insult us, really. I promise. Well, have a wonderful day, everyone. Yeah, if you're ending it or starting it, go get them. Get them. Get that bread. Nice. Eat it or monetarily wise grow as we go Go. i'm benjamin i'm hannah Mm. and that's our name